This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to speak with our good friend, Scott Strong, political historian, data guru, friend of the program. Scott, there's so many things going on in Central Indiana as it relates to politics and government, some of them fun, some of them serious. Felt the next couple days, because, well, we've got the big Memorial Day weekend coming yep. up, and I've got to be on WIVC. We're going to just have some fun and talk about some of these things that are of interest to us. How are yeah, you doing? I'm doing good. So it's kind of like a potpourri program. That's right, right, right. <laughs> a little bit of everything for everybody. Today and tomorrow. And we're going to start with a story. It's uh, it's interesting. It's not fun, but no. it is interesting. And we see this pop up from time to time. Um, local politics in Hamilton County got uh, a little serious. Yes, it certainly did. Now, this story comes to us from Indy Star. And this is something that happened a couple of years, I don't know if you remember this, a couple of years ago in yep. Avon during a school board race. It relates to stealing of political signs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, that was during a school board race in Avon, made the news. We're not going to go into the past on that. But the story comes to us from Indy Star, and uh, it's the, uh, t the title here is Hamilton County Councilman Admits Taking Rivals Campaign Signs Must Send Letter of Apology. And basically what happened here is Hamilton County Councilman Jeff Hearn accepted a plea agreement Wednesday at a Marion County court hearing on a charge involving stealing a political rival signs before the May 2016 primary. Hearn admitted to criminal mischief and agreed to pay County Councilman Rick McKinney $891 for the cost of campaign signs. He also has to send a letter of apology and stay out of legal trouble for a year. The misdemeanor charge will be dismissed through an aversion, an aversion program if he complies. All right, 
Your initial thoughts when you hear this. I remember this. This was the reason he got, and this is a good lesson, not that we're counseling people how to do this or whatever. He left his cell phone at the site of where he took the sign. If what you an remember. idiot. Yes. What an idiot. So the, he apparently cuts the ropes on, it was like a big sign that stretched across. So one of these big ones, yes. like uh, you might see in an open field or right. something of that nature, or on a business property, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. So he had it. So he had to cut the ropes, but in the process, process of doing it he dropped his cell phone at the site of the crime and that was the indication of how they originally tracked him back down for this all right now i've got to admit i'm not totally abreast on hamilton county politics Hendricks right. county is enough for me uh but before we get to that because this is in, this whole story is kind of interesting having run for public office and won mm -hmm. i ran against somebody they had signs never in my entire life Never once did I ever think, wow, I'd love to take up that person's sign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what goes through someone's mind where they're like, stealing the sign? That'll make all the difference in the world. You know, I think that the only time that most people think about this is high school, senior week. We're in the finals of, you know, seniors turning out. So, you know, it was a big thing when I was growing up. We go around, people go around and steal realtor signs and put the realtor signs in front of the high school to make it for sale. <laughs> so that's kind of the worst I ever got. So, But there's know. no, like, and that's wrong to do, yes, of course. this is wrong. Don't be doing this, high school students. But, but there's no malicious intent with no, this. No, no, there's no malicious intent. But this, I mean, this guy, like... Like, you're driving by, and you're thinking, well, if I just steal this sign, no one will know this guy's running, running for public office? Yeah, and so part of this, what this is in local races, you know, there's a famous thing in electioneering that says that yard signs don't vote. But in local elections, yard signs means recognition of a name. And so the people that you normally vote for when you go in the poll is the name that you're most familiar with. Right. Whether, you like, whether it's good press or bad press, we know this from Trump, the name gets out there and it sticks. So, and, and, and basically, a lot of times in these local elections, like maybe your neighbor is running in a different race. You're going to mm -hmm. show up to vote for your neighbor. That's the only one you know to vote for. Yep. Uh, I remember this story when we were running. I was out at West Middle School on Election Day working the polls. And, and keep in mind, in Brownsburg, the only thing to vote for that time is local elections. So I think That's there right. was the, the couple of town council contested races, the the town clerk who was uncontested, and the town judge who was uncontested. Mm -hmm. so like, if you're showing up to vote, like, there's these things and that's yeah. it. It's not like there's president and then 9,000 things on the ballot right. below. Lady shows up, walks up. I'm standing out there talking to people, and she comes up and goes, okay, who are the incumbents? And I said, those two guys, because I knew where she was going with this. Had, mm -hmm. I, had I thought it was going, not going in my favor, I might have not <laughs> yeah. been as uh, forthcoming. She goes, who are the two incumbents? I said, those two guys. They, she goes, who are the two uh, not incumbents? Those two guys. Okay, I'm voting for them. <laughs> and five minutes later, she came out and said, I voted for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, but to me, it's like, like what? And this guy, now this guy Hearn, because I guess the way Hamilton County uh, uh, counselors work mm -hmm. is like Hendricks County, where uh, these are at-large seats, during yep. the at-large seats, where uh, the, you're picking the top three. We just had yes. this last year yep. in, in the local races where as many people can run, yep. and the at-large seats 
the top three vote getters are the ones that get in. Right. So, and you've got to understand for, you know, in Hamilton County with the population being as dense as it is, this is a major race and you're, you're, you're out trying. I mean, it's hard to put stuff out. You're, you've got major campaigns going on. So we had some of these issues in the county council race at large, where we had eight candidates running, as I recall, and there were, I supported some candidates. I'm sure everybody else supported some candidates. And it was interesting that several of those signs that we did put up did get taken down. This floors me because, it, okay, it's never the right thing to do. It's totally no, wrong it because is. it is property. And again, as somebody who ran and won, the other guy had signs that I never once. And, and you tell your people to the point where I told them, don't don't, ever, don't yes. ever touch somebody else's signs because the worst thing they're going to do is put that sign back in the ground. That's exactly I mean, the, right. The, the, you're not stopping anything. Well, and here's the thing. Usually when somebody pulls a sign down, it's very evident right. who was involved sure. because the other person's signs are still there. It's just that one sign that's you gone. You narrowed it down to some high school kids late at night or the opponent. So yes. that's really stupid to do to begin with. Second of all, it's someone else's property. You that's, don't touch yes. other people's property. But here's the thing. Like, I was running against someone. So you mm-hmm. might understand, no, you wouldn't understand, but you might say, okay, in someone's mind, if they were running a one-on-one race, they would say, well, I really want my guy to win, and I dislike that opponent, so I'm going to take a sign down. Okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can you can see how that would happen. But in a county council at-large race, where it's the top vote-getters go... That's exactly. What You're taking this guy's sound for what? Because both of these guys ended up getting elected. Yes, they did. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. Now they, now they sat next doing? to each other on the council yes. staring at each other for four years. <laughs> this is That's what floors me, is they weren't running against each other. They were running for the same spot where the top vote-getters all get to go. Yep. So by taking this guy's sign down... You're not even running against this guy. That's right. So uh, ultimately, now they want this guy to resign, this guy Hearn. And again, uh, you're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall, Scott Strong. We're talking about some of the more interesting stories going on in Indiana politics and government. Talking right now about uh, the theft of a, uh, a political sign in 2016 in Hamilton County in which the uh, the person who committed the infraction has now pled guilty. Uh they want him to resign the seat. The guy that got the mm-hmm. sign stolen says, I don't want the guy to resign. Um, and it, the quote here from this guy, McKinney, who got his sign stolen, and I want to get your thoughts on this because sure. you're, you're like a parliamentarian of sorts. You yes. know how the rules mm-hmm. work. He says, quote, if he refuses, I think either the Indiana Republican state chairman or the Hamilton County GOP chair has the power and authority to strip him of his membership in the Republican Party and has the power to do that now and prevent him from running with the party in 2020. Can you do that? Well, what you what there is 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 there's it's a technicality, but you have to be in good what's called good standing with the party to receive their um, endorsement. Okay, so let me understand this because I know there's a handful of the GOP establishment that hate me. Yes. I haven't done anything wrong. Right. They just don't like my views and they don't like the way that I call people out. Could they say, Rob, you're no longer a Republican? No, they couldn't. So let, let's give it an example. This is a real example that happened four or six years ago. Um, so there was a person, and we won't mention names to kind of keep this on the, the up and up, who decided that they wanted to caucus in for an open position. They went to the county chairman and he looked at their record and they had voted Democrat. Right. And so therefore, he was able to remove him saying, you're not really a Republican. Okay. You've registered and you voted as a Democrat. Therefore, you're not in standing with the Republican Party. You're not eligible for this position. 
Okay, so uh, should I be concerned? Should I be concerned? I, that I don't think you should. Um, and this, they're going to have a hard time enforcing uh, in on this. This could be a lawsuit. What it is they can do is they can put a lot of pressure on this guy. They can run his name through the mud. And ultimately what they'll try to do is try to get him to retract or repull himself. But at this point, the dude hasn't resigned. No, he hasn't. And there's nothing that requires him to resign because nope. it's a misdemeanor, which you do not have. You know, if it's a felony, I think you're out. But if it's a misdemeanor, you're not required to leave. And if he doesn't even intend to run again, there's yeah. probably some money on the table here for being this county counselor. I don't know what the county council in, in Hamilton County pays, but it uh, doesn't sound like he's going to go. No, it doesn't. So probably what they'll do is they'll just run him out and you know dissuade him from running again. Now, what he'll try to do is try to be an integral person. He'll, you know, I would be counseling him, hey, you better be out there. You better be fighting for your constituencies. What the public needs to know is, if you were willing to do this in this situation, this is kind of an indication of what you might do in something sure. else that's here. But look at the stuff with, like, Moed, the state rep guy mm-hmm. that never got roped yep. into all the online stuff. Do people really care? I mean, are they just like, well, you know, I, I, and Moed didn't do anything right. criminal. But it's just it, these, these things come up, and they're embarrassing, and they're public, and it—, it, it do they say, do people just go, eh, I like this guy. He made a bad choice. Eh, who cares? Well, and, and usually, generally what happens, and, and we've talked about this on other occasions, it's kind of tough to get people to run for certain offices. And then if your party actually wins that office in a tough area, that, that party doesn't want to let it go. They want somebody else to come in, but they will um, creatively persuade people not to do things because they don't want a black eye out here when the main election comes along. All right. Right, uh, so don't steal the signs. No. That is the no. message here. That's Leave bad. the signs alone. They're other people's property. Uh, now, unless they're in the in the right-of-way, and in which case you need to call your local government yes. and have them remove the signs if they need to be removed. So don't touch other people's signs. Yeah. That's a big pet peeve of mine. I do, even when I was running. If you're running for a local election, always check the local ordinances within your county or your city. Right. right. All right. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back. I think the governor might have been listening to me. I think so. Uh, Because he's proposing a big change to how uh, HIP, the Healthy Indiana program, is dispersing dollars. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. 
Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Joined by our good friend Scott Strong talking about some of the uh, newsworthy events taking place in Central Indiana in politics and government the next couple days. All right, Scott, I think... I think the governor may have been listening. I think so. To me. I don't know. I don't or at least somebody sure. on his staff, maybe. <laughs> because uh, I have been out there barking about this Healthy Indiana program. I've been uh, barking for a long time about it. But now that I am on the almighty and powerful WIBC, yes. I tend to be more people's best friend these days. <laughs> and one of the things I've been barking about with this program is that the people of Indiana were essentially lied to. Right. Um, The Healthy Indiana program is based on an expansion of Medicaid, which is a federal government entitlement. And the governor, Pence at the time, refused to admit that it was an expansion of Medicaid. We're going to give it a good fancy name, and we're going to tell everybody it's not an expansion of Medicaid, because if you wanted to run for president, Mm -hmm. uh, expanding a federal entitlement program, not a good thing to do as a Republican. No, All right, so since then... They basically come out and said, yeah, yeah, we were just kidding. That is a big expansion of Medicaid. And um, uh, sorry about uh, the misnomer there. Because the current governor, Holcomb, has come out and said as part of the Obamacare repeal and replace, we don't want cuts to Medicaid because it'll hurt the Healthy Indiana program. That's right. All right, so that's the background on it. I was right there on that. Thank you very much. Um, But now the governor has come out. and, And let me reset this, too, because... This hip thing. We could spend nine weeks talking yes. about hip. Could yes. we not? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we could. All right. So uh, one of my major beefs with hip, as with all Medicaid stuff, is it's too easy to get it. Mm-hmm. It's too easy for someone to scam, not even scam the system, follow the rules and get the entitlement. They don't need it. They could they could contribute more. They could, mm-hmm. they could pay for their own insurance. They could find a job where they get private sector insurance. So my beef with the program is it's too easy to get into this program. It costs people too much. And the reality of HIP is, because I know uh, someone who has done this and they're not doing anything wrong. Nope. They're following the law. For This is an able-bodied person, could work in the private sector, could uh, have insurance at least that he's partially subsidizing. Uh, this person gets insurance, great insurance, better than probably the insurance you have for $12 a year. That's great. And the taxpayer 
picks up the rest. That's right. So I've been barking about this for a very long time, and now the governor has proposed a, to the federal government a waiver, uh, an amendment mm -hmm. to HIP, because the federal government had to buy into this because we opted out of Obamacare. And it essentially says uh, that this program will now require people to prove they're out looking for work and asking for a job. Tell us about this. Yeah, so I, I did. I printed off the things more than 30 or 35 pages. This amendment. Just, yeah. This 30 amendment. or 35 pages. Yes. Yeah, so this isn't uh, the thing. It's the amendment. Yeah, this is the amendment. So what we're looking at is um, a few facts here. 400,000 people in Indiana are currently on the program. So 400,000 people are probably getting that insurance for like 12 bucks a year. Or pretty, yeah, something very good price. Or maybe yes. less than that. Or maybe less than that. So with that, 244,000 of them are unemployed currently. Um, so more than half. More than half. Almost quarter million of them. Um, and, of course, this is going to expand more. Um, so what he's proposed is two key things, what's called a power account income tiers. What is that? Which basically says, let's look at how much money you're making, and then you'll have to pay so much into a fund, which you can use for your deductible expense when you go in for health care. Okay, so he's saying, hey, because before it was show us the tax return, if you qualify, right. here's the one size fits all. Now he's saying we're going to look a little closer and see yeah. what you're actually making, and you're going to contribute based on that. A little bit of means testing um, initially, and I haven't gone through all of this document, but you know it, it, it's based upon your income, and if you have income that's up and down, it can be reevaluated monthly, but you may have to pay up to $20 a month. So still pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah you're still going for $20. Um, yeah. Now, this gateway to work is yes. what this is called, which basically says – you have to apply, you have yep. to prove you're out looking for work if you're unemployed and on the program. Correct. So when we look at this, this is actually, um, for the for the taxpayer, this actually is starting to look pretty good. Basically, it says um, that if you're able-bodied, so you can work, um, you have to work 20 hours a week or for a maximum of eight of the 12 months of the year. Or prove you are seeking to do that, right? Yes, and there's all kinds of little waivers things here. Um, and so there's there's extra little things that are subsidized in here. Um, job skills training, job search activities. You have to be enrolled in these vocational education training, community work experience, caregiving services. I mean, the list is, is long and extensive. So to simplify this, they're doing what I said they should have to do. Yes, yeah, so they're kind of means testing the candidates and saying, look, you need to be out here doing something. Now, there is the normal waivers if you're pregnant or if you're disabled right. or you're in school, but you have to be a full-time student, and then it backs it down if you're only a part-time student. Because I got no problem with wanting to make sure that people uh, are healthy. I got no problem with making sure that people are taken care of. But I don't want you having me pay for your stuff and then you're out there with the iPhone and the mm -hmm. gel nails yep. and uh, you know the nice car oh, I yes. don't want that I, I, that is what says people says I am fed up with this now I want to ask you this I want to piggyback actually we're going to take a break when we come back I'm going to ask Scott how much this has to do with the proposed changes to Medicaid that the federal government is uh, proposing under the Obamacare repeal and replace you're listening to Central Indiana today Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. 
So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong talking about some of the big issues facing the state of Indiana, Central Indiana, and the political and government front. We're going to do that today and tomorrow. And don't forget, uh, you can hear me tomorrow, Friday morning. I'm going to be in for Cats Oh wow! WIBC. So uh, this is why we're doing this uh, this funsy show here the next couple of days. Too much radio for me. Oh, you're living on the airwaves, I, literally. I am just. I might as well be renting a room both here at WYRZ and at uh, WIVC. So anyway, we're touching some of the big topics earlier in the program, which you can go back and hear. We talked about this uh, city, uh, this uh, county councilman in Hamilton County who stole signs. Uh, that's a very interesting conversation. And now we're talking about the uh, state of Indiana making proposed changes to the Healthy Indiana Plan, which is the basically expansion of Medicaid that provides insurance for more than, you said, 400,000 yes. Hoosiers. And uh, basically what the governor is finally saying, Governor Holcomb, uh, is the same thing that I've been saying for a very long time. It's too easy to qualify. We got too many people that could be at least contributing more, if not all yes. of their insurance that are on the government dole. And Scott, one of the things that he has uh, proposed is this, it's called Gateway to Work, yep. which requires you to find work or at least prove you're looking for a job. Right. And that it also provi uh, requires that people pay more based on their income. Right now, it's right. pretty much a one-size-fits-all, whatever your tax return says. Yes. And as we all know, you can pretty much legally make anything say on a tax return if you've got a good accountant. Yeah, so I think it's you can go up to, I think they're looking at 2% of your income. Of course, this is primarily towards people that are at or below the poverty line in Indiana. So, but my deal is with the tax return, you could be making 50, 60 grand if you got the right business right off. Again, totally legal yep. based on the federal tax code because that's what the state goes off of is your federal tax return. Yep. You're. Hey, you're good. You qualify, and you're making 50, 60 grand a year, which doesn't mean you're rich, but it, no. means, you're, it means you've got enough money for the iPhone and probably a, a nice car, then you should be paying for your insurance. Yeah, and it, it, technically, though, when you kind of look at the numbers and who's enrolled in the program, um, most of the people are low income. Matter of fact, they're looking at 40% of the people that are enrolled in this program do not have a high school education. So one of the reasons I think they're making these changes now is that they realize one way or another there's going to be changes coming to the Affordable Care Act, whether it's ultimately the repeal and replace of the House did. But the states bought into this big bribe from the federal government, mm -hmm. which yes. was, hey, you need to enroll everybody and we'll pay 90% of the cost for every person you enroll in Medicaid, which was Obama, the Obama administration's path to a single-payer system. Yeah. And these ding-dong governors bought the bribe well it's the same thing i kind of remember the states 
what the state does to kind of the local county governments. The state says, you will pay this. Um, and so basically what the federal government done is says, hey, this is kind of like a user fee. You states are going to have to pick this up. So this is definitely a move. Um, CBO's initial scoring was going to increase our um, payments by $350 million for this program with the Obamacare being sent back to the states. So this is definitely a move by our government to say, whoa, we need to slow this rate of this growth of this program down and we've got our able-bodied people out here that need to find a job and they can help contribute to all, this all right strong i'm gonna ask you this because i am not a rocket scientist okay. i did very well in college i was mm -hmm. on the dean's list but i was a general studies major so that doesn't mean a whole lot but i mean you know i'm i'm at, i would like to say i'm at least of average intelligence mm -hmm. but i'm not a rocket scientist i'm not an einstein or a hawking if i can look at this and say this is really bad and it's going to fail in a couple of years. How can these wizard of smart politicians... Yep. And keep in mind, our guy got to be the vice president... Pence, this is his program. How can he not look at this and see, in a couple of years, this thing's going under? Yeah, they've got to do something about it. So if Pence is going to be the president in 2024, as our predictive analysis how shows... How the legislature, Bosma Long, how can yes. these guys... If I can see this and go, this is bad, this is going to happen, it doesn't take a rocket... How can these guys not see it? Yeah, and that's why this... That's part of the reason this amendment is getting filed for this waiver to start bringing these things in, because... There's a couple things. One, if employment starts to pick up, we're going to the unemployment in Indiana is still high, regardless of the national figures and the numbers here. But there's a huge part of the population here that can work that's receiving something basically at or below cost, and um, we need them to to put back into the system a little bit. All right, I, I'm very disappointed in everyone. <laughs> I know I, you are. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, look, here's the deal. If you want to do something. Do it. But be honest with people. Don't fib. Don't act like this was some great program that is not a federal expansion of health care. Don't mislead the public. They should have come out and said, we're taking the bribe money. Because it looks good when we're campaigning to say we enrolled X amount of people and provided free health care. What you have to remember, this is like the guy that goes in the bar and says, hey, drinks are on me. At that moment, he's a superstar. Now, tomorrow morning, he's broke. People are hungover, and now <laughs> we're expecting you to pay the piper. <laughs> and, 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 and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that smart, and I shouldn't be this right on this stuff. And here's the deal. They're going to run out of money regardless. I mean, even with this it, stuff. Yes. Because you're looking at a $350 million a year cut to this yes. program. They're not making up $350 million a year, even with these requirements they're going to put in. No. This program is unsustainable. It's going to collapse, and in the end, they won't let it collapse. It'll be a massive tax increase on everybody, just like they did with the gasoline tax yes. this year. Hey, by the way, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll, we'll say that for tomorrow. I'm going to ask Strong, because I did that interview with Suzanne Crouch yesterday, lieutenant governor, that we talked about on WIBC last night. There are talking points that have emerged. There is a strategy on this, and so we will talk about th that tomorrow. Scott will be back with us. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. 
Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the 2 for 250 and 2 for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- 231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. 
Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.